Well, Guam beautiful souls, I am Marcia C., the host of Her Sacred Soul Space podcast. In this safe space, we have discussions that ignite our hearts and expand our souls. This is a podcast dedicated to all women and is coined with spiritual and metaphysical aspects of evolving herself and aligning her purpose to her soul. Having a soul connection with oneself is the portal to life. And you can consider this podcast your stepping stone. There is a beautiful spark that occurs when goddesses embrace and empower each other's light. And that's what we are all about here on Her Sacred Soul Space podcast, Her Soul Connection. Look out for new episodes with Soul Gems every second and fourth Fridays. And remember, see your light, be your light. I'm so thrilled to have you join us for another episode of Her Sacred Soul Space. (laughs) I just wanted to have some fun today on this episode. So on this episode, we are going to take a deep, deep dive into the nudges of her soul. How are they here to serve us? And most importantly, what the heck are even considered to be nudges of the soul? In this episode, I am being joined by Coach Alessandra from Holy Shiver, who is also the author of the book, A New Banana, Unpeel Yourself and Elevate Your Relationship. And she's here to share her insights, her wisdom, her knowledge on the echoes that are being created by the nudges of her soul and the need for creating intimacy with self. So welcome, Alexandra. Thank you, Marsha. It's my pleasure to be here. So excited to talk with you today. Yes, I am just on edge right now. Yes. My beautiful soul seekers, I remember when I first started feeling those nudges, it was super weird. And trust me, sometimes those echoes can be so loud, like really loud, that all I wanted to do was just to run away. After all, I didn't know what was occurring within me, and I was afraid of sharing my experience with others, not knowing if they would think that I was losing it. I mean, shoot, I thought I was losing it. (laughs) I didn't know how to embrace or decipher the meaning of them. But one thing I know for sure was that I wanted to. There was no doubt that I wasn't hella curious. I was really curious to find out what was going on and what was the meaning of those echoes. So how about you, soul seekers? Have you felt those nudges before? Or are you currently in that stage of your life, not knowing what's going on, how to approach, and what does a feeling means, right? I am really, really glad you're here because together we are here to garner knowledge as we talk about nudges of the soul, finding intimacy with self. All right. So before we go deep in our conversations, you know, we love to set the tone and just center. And we do so by taking three deep breaths. Okay. So let's get our center and we're going to do our first breath. And I just simply invite you to feel the rhythm of your soul. Okay. So let's do a deep breath in and just feel that rhythm. And release. And on our second breath, let's get comfortable with the nudges that are coming in from our soul. And deep breath in. And release. And for our final breath, we are calling in the light of ourselves. So let's take that final breath in. 
feel your light and become one with your light and release. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hmm. So grateful for that. Like this morning I woke up and the first thing, you know, I know I'm supposed to be grateful, but this morning was different. I just had a smile coming from my soul and I was like, oh my God, I'm still alive. You know, a lot of us don't have that experience. And even though I understand the concept that I still have to be grateful for the fact that I'm still alive because I still got work to do like you do. That's so that's so cool. And and I've had a, a same thought one point. I was actually doing a gratitude meditation. And that's the thought that came to me. I think I was going through something as well. So but I was like, I'm alive. This is a great place to start. I'm alive. Yeah, we take that so much for granted. And it's super, super big, you know? So how are you feeling? As, or we would say in Jamaica, you're good? Good. Life is good. I'm alive. I'm still in this body. So make it work. Yes, let's make it work. I'm so happy and delighted to have you on our platform, you know, to help us understand the cry for intimacy within ourselves. And my ears, as I mentioned earlier, I'm delighted. My ears, hearts, and soul are super open to receive. After all, we are called to to create that spark within us so that we can help others to create the spark within themselves, right? Um, So share with us your experience of what nudging occurred within you that made you see the need to create intimacy with yourself? Sure. So I was thinking about how to structure my answer to this question, because of course, I think with with people and everybody has a different way of how these nudges work. I mean, they work, but we don't understand them sometimes right away. So they can manifest in occurrences, but then maybe we have this victim mindset and we don't pick up on it. So for a very long time in my life, Looking back, I know I received many nudges, but it wasn't until, in my case, a lot of things crashed down on me that I was pushed to to finally learn to, you know, decode what was going on, which which happened because it was a means of survival, whether I did not want to suffer any longer. So so and then, of course, we continue to get nudges in life. So after that point, we can go into like what intuition can feel like. But initially, the nudges looked like dating the wrong guy and, you know, my back going out, like literally being stuck on the bed without being able to move. And, and you know, my friend saying, what do you think that means about this relationship? <laughs> like, you know, a little blocked. And I was like, no, nah, it's just my it's other things. And, you know, I, of course, that's what it was, you know, and or, you know, misunderstandings or, or unfortunate occurrences sometimes might happen. And they're there as a warning for you to pick up, perhaps to redirect your course. And then other times things work out so well that you're in the flow and and you know that you should stay with that course as well. So initially, I wasn't ever picking up on these nudges. So I lived, in fact, an illusion, I would say, the first half of most of my adult life where nudges were happening, but my I was burying them with the reality that I thought I should be living and surrounded by others who also were path that perhaps they didn't choose for themselves, but felt that it was the thing that they needed to do. Eventually, COVID happened and I was stuck in the house alone. Uh, I had nobody around me. I had just left, uh, mutually ended a relationship in a beautiful way. Nonetheless, I was alone. And so I was forced to face myself 
And it was the most frightening thing that ever happened. And through meditation, I learned what it meant to love myself. And so much more is, you know, that's a very uh, general way of stating it, but so much more comes with that, including learning who you are at your essence, essentially peeling the layers away and, and really what, what stands as a foundation. Whatever didn't crumble is who you are when it all starts falling apart. And, and so the sides of you that you now know are, are really truly who you are because they're the ones that stayed and the ones that make you feel good. So you want to keep those. Then you're living, then you, then you can finally start understanding the nudges because you can trust your own voice. And I think prior to that, part of what was blocking me from understanding the nudges was I didn't even know who I was outside of my external achievements or whatever was taking place in my outside world, especially bad things. You know, I was like, oh, poor me, like all these things are taking place or like, you know, I'm only as good as the next job I have or, you know, all these kinds of things. And if I would ask people for advice, they would, I would be terrified when they would say the dreaded question, what do you want? And I would say, I don't know. I'm not, that's why I'm asking, you know, and, and it would be like just terrifying. So, um, and when you live your life asking others for advice all the time, you're not living your own path and you're not giving yourself a chance even to make mistakes, which are part of the course. What you just said resonates so much with me because thinking and looking back right now, was I even living? I, it was important because, it, and, and I am the same. And I think maybe why some people are prone to going through that lesson before they get to their awakening is because ultimately we we're, we want to help and we want to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. But if we're looking to the external to create that, then there's no point. Then we're not being our unique selves. But the intention behind it is good. The intention is like, I want to serve. I want to help. I want to be, you know, a valuable member of society in my friends' lives and and at work. It's just you're going about it in all the wrong ways. And, you know, it's like you're suffering and drowning and and you cannot hear the messages because you, you can barely hear your own voice. And then and not only doing the suffering and the drowning is that we tend to look for uh, someone outside to save us, to stretch the hand out and just to pull us up when technically that person is yourself. I mentioned earlier when I said I've always felt the nudges, didn't know that those nudges are my or, or my intuition calling and tapping me to say, hey, hey, Marsh, I didn't know that. I just thought that it was just me in my head and not knowing that that was my soul calling me or sending me signals or echoes for the need of intimacy. Like, I mean, I wanted intimacy, but I was in a space where I thought that it only could be found outwardly, right? I wanted to feel the warmth, that closeness, the touch the one that will make me feel sexy and appreciated. <laughs> and it was all about external validation for me, all about external validation. So the thought of, you know what, Marsh, maybe you should find intimacy within yourself. That was far-fetched. That was super duper miles away from my thought pattern. Plus, like you mentioned, those you surround yourself with. I didn't, I wasn't surrounded by individuals who were pushing that. Um, it was more of creating intimacy with others. And that's what I did. And I was vibrating and sending off that vibration, uh, which sent off signals, mind you, that I now know, because what I know now, that when you vibrate, you have to know what signal is going out. Those are signals of desperation. The, the signals of 
I need outside validation. I just need like for a man to see me and just to tell me how valuable I am, to tell me how beautiful I am. (laughs) And honey, it took me like several failed relationships, breast cancer, two failed marriages for me to realize the nudges were my higher self. It was me all along wanting and needing to connect with me, spending time with me, just me, not me and anyone else, just me. And so, you know, I totally understand when you say sometimes we have to go through in order for us to see. Exactly. And, and on the outside, you can even appear to others like you're doing just fine. And, you know, nobody really, but, the, but then what happens, and I'm the same as well with the relationships. I mean, I look back on relationships I had and they were great while we were one-on-one together. But what happens when the person leaves? Then who, you, who are you when you're in your own apartment with the doors closed? Like, what's left when that person is not there to validate who you are? And then when you when you feel yourself finally for the I I, I distinctly remember the day that it happened, and I was like, "This is better than all the 15 years of therapy I did," and like just about any other experience, any boyfriend I've had. I mean, just in that one second, like an infinitude of light just went through me and it was like this eternal moment that that I just had this thought like it's so simple it's here it's it's just here I have it it's free and and then you know of course real life is still happening and you know not everything is going to just turn into a Disney movie but still you have something to anchor to and that's the seed and that's what what you then spread out across. And, and when you have that working for you, and then as you embark on the journey, I think for me, and I, I, I'm, I don't know if you find this perspective the same, you're living so much more in the present because you don't have these layers. So even, so of course, challenges are going to happen to you, but you're dealing with them in the present now. You're not dealing with them anymore. You know, past stories no longer come up, so you can be more direct. You can be more in tune with what you're needing in that moment. And, you know, the person who maybe in the past was hurt because, you know, this person didn't call them back and that person is in a Like All these games of manipulation are happening, like, you know, just get some type of a desired result or some kind of an appearing presence or appearance something. Now you're like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm good alone. I'm good with you. I want to share that with you. This is what's bothering me. It would really be great if we could fix this. If not, that's cool, but I need it. So I'm off on my own. Everything just becomes so much when you're into when you have this intimacy with yourself, it's like you have a connection. You have an you have a best friend. I mean, it's a, it's another friend in your life that wasn't there all the, that was there all this time that you ignored. I was feeling now safe and secure because like I mentioned, I've always sought it outwardly. Like even in relationship, I show up and I am there and I'm creating and I'm being me and they're enjoying that. But after a while, I am not enjoying it. Something is missing. Something is lacking. So you move from that, you, you know, chill for a while, but you find someone else and you go and you realize it's a repeat pattern. And so I wanted to understand that pattern. Like, why is it this occurring? Is it me? And for a long time, I thought, it was me. And when I mean by I thought it was me, meaning like I needed to change me so that I can become more of what they desire or he desires, right? But not knowing that that's not the change that was needed. It was just 
for me to see me. And I was looking through the eyes of others to see me. You know, it's like, look at the eyes of others to see your own self. I saw this really powerful meme the other day. I'm sorry to bring in a meme, but it was really powerful. And it was like, like a mermaid, like giving away some of her tail for the man to have like a, like a fish dinner. <laughs> like, and she's like, you know, so when you, when you're doing that, like, it's like, you're putting someone else above you in order to get something that you should be giving yourself, but you're giving yourself away as well. And, and, you know, been there where you suddenly don't recognize anymore, you know, it starts off really well and strong and equal. And then, you know, when you're in that situation of not being able to choose yourself and what you're what your higher purpose and what your energy is asking for and needing for it to continue walking down that path of, you know, divine purpose. And, you know, we need to be discerning. We need to be discerning with our energy and, and who we, who we allow to continue to be around it if they don't resonate with, with our truth. And there will always be people that come in and come out. And if we don't attach to, you know, the outcome of a specific situation, but we remain attached to ourselves, then life will arrange itself in a way that brings us, in any case, like a high level of satisfaction. But I think it's in, you know, being able to close cycles as well in relationships and closing cycles in opportunities and and situations, even knowing when to leave a party on time or earlier or later. Just having that intimacy within, it's it's not just cuddling with yourself and watching Netflix all day and like getting Chinese food and enjoying your evening, which is a great, you know, experience once in a while. But it's also picking up quickly as you, you know, navigate your life and picking up in every situation. Is this right for me? Is this, is this the right, is this feeling off? Okay. Why does it feel off? Is it me? Is it something being triggered in me? Do I need to learn from this and actually be here and experience it? Or do I need to remove myself because I've already learned this lesson and I know that it's only going to, you know, continue to, it's not going to be correct or maybe it'll, you know, just, I have something even better is ahead of me if I'm not here. So yeah, it, it opens up to a lot. So if you could say one thing to those uh, soul seekers out there that are listening, why regarding the importance of creating the intimacy with self, what would that be for them? So you can manifest uh, the, the full life that you are meant to have and deserve. Everybody is. And if everybody gives themselves the freedom to choose what space they want to be in, how they want to express themselves, what feelings they want to share without judgment, then we're all living lightly. You know, and the important thing is the without judgment. That's what should be echoing right now within your spirit soul seekers, because we tend to, uh, judgment has Judgment does not discriminate. How about that? <laughs> so it doesn't really matter if it's going towards someone or yourself. It's still there. And, and that's something that when you're trying to create intimacy, you want to create more of a high vibration within you. Thank you for sharing that. And I will add to that a recent thought. Also, don't judge your judgment. Okay, say that again for me now. Not judge your judgment either. So sometimes, you know, we notice we're judging and that's like, oh no, now I'm judging myself. And then you're judging your own judgment. And then it's like, get out of that inception. <laughs> like, it's not, we don't have time for that. But be kind about it, you know, just as if you were talking to a friend. But keep in mind, you know, it's, you're only competing with yourself. And 
only you can choose and decide when you're feeling good. And if if feeling good means I took a shower today and I'm alive and that's better than yesterday, like amazing. Keep going. Like this is your definition. And then tomorrow it'll be different. I and mean, we're constantly expanding. And if you and and sometimes you have such great highs and then you're gonna have a low day and you're not gonna recognize who you are or were before, that's okay too. Just don't judge that. Just be okay with that too. Just let it happen. You're the voice that listens, not the voice that speaks. That's powerful. That is super duper powerful. So so when did you realize that creating intimacy with yourself, that this was much bigger than you? That, you know, like when did that thought occur to you? Like, hold on, something is birthing here within me. This is not just me creating intimacy with myself. Oh, and I'm getting the chills right now. Oh, this is, it's like bigger than me. When, what was, describe that moment for us. I think I'm realizing it every day anyway. So every day, you know, there's, it's like, I'm always surprised by things that are not surprising, but it's like when you get these confirmation synchronicities, angel messages, phone calls, and you're like, wow, that's right. Reality is magic. I forgot. <laughs> like, And magic is real. And so, no, I mean... It's just, as, as you said, it's safety. It's a sigh of relief. And when you realize it's so much bigger, there's this, it's interesting because you're not relying on another person, but you're surrendering that you're also not alone in the construction of your own, of, of the beauty of your own reality either. You have a support system, which is in, you know, across dimensions and across realms. And so it, I think I just became really positive and happy. I mean, how can you not be happy when you're like, I am, I have angels, like, this is great. I mean, and I'm talking generally, of course, we always have moments and it's important to be also real with ourselves and be okay with those moments too. But for the most part, I felt like a, a huge load of weight was lifted off my shoulders. Literally, I didn't have a backache anymore. So that was where I always was storing all of my emotions. Yes, exactly. So this take us to the birthing canal. What came through the birthing canal for you as become a life-changing experience? Tell us about your book, A New Banana, on peel yourself and elevate your relationships. Talk to us about that. Sure. So as I said, I started meditating during COVID. It was after I had had uh, a pretty scary day, two weeks in isolation. Don't think I would have done anything silly. However, I did call the police and I think contextually, I was really able to understand what that question feels like when you ask yourself. I was really crawling out of my skin. It was a very difficult day for me. And, and so out of nowhere, a friend of mine said, I've been listening to these meditations. Give it a try. And so I, I started meditating and, and they were helping me so much in such a quick period of time that as, as I was sort of clearing things away and clearing the cogs and just finding this light inside of me, I was so ripe for and so thirsty for something to come through. As a writer, I always loved writing. I just started writing my own meditations and once, once I would start feeling really good about a specific topic, initially they were all about myself, uh, general topics like perspective, self-acceptance, self-reliance, just kind of like 
how this new calmer way of seeing from a higher level really what different dynamics are at play and if we change how we see things things change uh so i started writing meditations and sharing them with my friends and recording them in my house and sending them around in a whatsapp group of about 40 or 50 people and people were listening and some people were crying in a good way like releasing and i was like just happy that you know just there to share it because it's you know, it's otherwise it would be in my notebook. You know, it was just, I was just kind of downloading things. And by the end of the summer of 2020, I had written, I think, 72 meditations. And they all had these, you know, certain topics that came through. And some of them applied to uh, social relationships and friendships, of course. Once you're also starting to become closer with yourself, you, you learn how to build boundaries with people. And so that impacts friendships and that impacts whatever storylines were going on before. Some of them get disrupted, perhaps because they weren't so healthy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's always, you know, there's always something. And, but that's the, that's life we evolve. In. And to those people, I say, thank you, because I wouldn't have been able to recognize the lesson and, and stick up for myself and be able to do it lightly moving forward in other relationships. So when we pay very dearly for a lesson, ideally, it's a lifetime membership to that lesson. We can now apply the learnings without tapping into our energy reservoir. And so, you know, so I wrote meditations about relationships and then I was dating. So that's a whole fun list of challenges that come up, especially when you start, you know, recognizing some old patterns that possibly worked to get the relationship, but for your own happiness to be in the relationship, they don't work so well. So then you have to redefine, you know, who you, what you're looking for. And so I wrote, a, I wrote all sorts of things. And basically I met this beautiful woman. She's like an angel and she, she's, she was farther along in her healing journey, still really close with her. In fact, uh, I, I have a, an amazing affirmation from her to share later, which she sent me this morning, which is really incredible. And she said to me, you, you have a book in you. And so basically we worked together to put my book together. I didn't, I didn't recognize that. I think I was working towards my self-worth in that sense to, to be able to recognize that I could make a book out of it. And so thanks to her, inspired action as well. Like I put a book together, took some time still, a couple of years. Um, overall, it took about two years to do the, to, from the meditations to the publication of the book. And then um, I continued my journey. Uh, now, I mean, it's a lifestyle. Once you can't unknow what you know, I mean, it just, you know, it, spiritual path is, it's a roller coaster, but it's not one I'd ever want to get off me either. Me either, girl. <laughs> I'm going to write it out. <laughs> I want to write it out. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. So now I've come full circle, basically. So the book is out and it contains just four different parts. It splits up how, how to deal with ourselves, the universe, friendships, work relationships, and romantic relationships. And so it's basically like a foundational 
general guidelines. It's neutral. I, I share some stories, but it's not a memoir. It's really just like a most of these meditations repurposed into a narrative form. And now I'm coming full circle and bringing back guided meditations, which some of them are available on my website for free. And I'll send you the link if you want. Um, oh, definitely. Because we're going to put your link tag it to the episode so that our listeners can find you because you're just so beautiful. Your spirit is just giving off such grace. And a lot of us out there need that. We need a safe space and individuals that make us feel safe. And so I, I through, truly, truly, truly believe in my heart space that you are one of those individuals. So we definitely need that website information so we could put it out so others could get to know you and see your work. For those of us, for the soul seekers out there that are now starting, are now making the connection of the soul nudges equates to intuition and wants to, to learn more, to tap into it more, What's one thing we could start doing today to start cultivating that intimacy with self? What would you say about that? It's a language that you you need to decode with yourself. But I will say this thing. Intuition is a lot closer than you think. And sometimes the difference between intuition and really wanting something to happen is that intuition feels uncomfortable. So if you are looking to connect with your intuition and making a choice, then recognize, because it truly is like a gut instinct sometimes. And so recognize in yourself if you're feeling that about a situation, no matter how good it might, it might seem on the outside. And then give it, an, give it a thought, give it an entertaining thought. Uh, of course, my, my answer would be, learn a way to connect with yourself as well. So if you can develop a little bit of a daily practice with meditation, this is one of the best ways to gain higher perspective, calm your nerves, clear the thinking clutter, connect with higher realms above if this is something that resonates. And just if you do it daily, you will have some days where just something just some days are just calming and other days you will just get like an explosion of some type of realization. And, and so long-term, you know, being kind to yourself also can mean taking 10 minutes in your day, lying down, lights off, put on some high frequency angel music from YouTube, if that works, or listen to one of my meditations (laughs) About 12 minutes and just uh, connect with yourself. And and initially it helps to do guided ones. Eventually it's good to also do silent ones or a mix of all of them. So I want to add to that, to, to, to my soul seekers out there, along, um, along with what Alessandra just said, I always believe gratitude shifts things. And right now we're in the process of wanting to shift to understand more of who you are and to connect more. So be grateful for the days. Be grateful for the moments and time that you spend together connecting. And I mean together, meaning you and your higher self, connecting, learning the, the, the ins and outs of your thoughts. How does it make you feel? Is it, is it giving off an energy of love or is it giving off a vibration of fear? Where do, we, where do you want to go? How do you choose? How do you see you? So I would just want to add that too, because it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful experience and it's something that is not rushed. So you don't have to compare yourself with anyone to say, well, Marsha did it in 
three months and I'm trying to, to do like that. No, girl, it could take you a year. Take your year. Take your year and get to understand and get to know you. Um, and for those of us who are not very big on meditation because you can't stay still or a lot of, as we'll say, the monkey brain, a lot of thoughts keep coming in. I know that you have been putting together other meditations as well. I believe you call it talk meditations. So can you tell us about that, a little bit more about that, so that they can know other options are out there, that you have other options for them coming out? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So there, I, I'm calling them quick pep talks. And so, and they kind of apply to any type of circumstance. Each one has a title. So you'll, it, it'll be possible to, to choose, you know, which one, like before giving a big presentation at work or, you know, a quick pep talk before going on your first date. And then there's journeys, you know, more general journeys, like, you know, c- connecting with yourself. So then there's all of those like um, self-acceptance and perspective, being your own solution. And those are more general conversations. And and really, they're designed, I thought of myself five years ago. So what would I have been pleased to listen to that I wouldn't want to turn off because I would get distracted by? So so there's a there's a pace to it that helps someone stay engaged but also relaxed and and so and I've gotten some feedback some people are like it's so relaxing I want to fall asleep but I want to keep listening <laughs> it's it's it, it even if you know you it, it's just very relaxing and and so the idea is to give people that first step if meditation doesn't resonate with them and create it in such a way that it's not a 30, 40 minute experience, although I encourage that eventually, but to keep it within 12, 13 minutes so that so that it's approachable. Right. Bite size. Exactly. Yeah. I th- that's, that's beautiful. I can't wait to connect with that as well myself because I do not all the time like to, I do love guided. Not all the time I like to just sit and be still because I do have that monkey brain. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I do have it. Some of my best uh, meditations occur when I'm walking in nature, when I'm walking on the trails, because I am now outside of my head and I am just being grateful. That's why I talked about, that's why I mentioned being a space of gratitude. I'm just being grateful for the trees and the sound of the birds and seeing a little turtle on a stick or, you know, just the smallest things. And so then my heart starts to get full. I notice the shape. I notice the shift of when I enter the woods on the trails versus when I come back out. I will be coming out singing and humming. And Marcia is not a singer, y'all, just just FYI. But I'm coming out doing all of that because something shifted within me because of how I was, my thought patterns, how I started to feel and embrace. So I think this is something beautiful because what you're describing sounds like that. When you say something, you talked about the pause. It gives you an opportunity to embrace what you just, you know, hear, what what just greets your mind, what greeted your ears and now clasping at your soul. So I think that is so beautiful. I know you have something to share with us because you mentioned it earlier and we're not letting you go until you do. So, <laughs> Well, I, I wanted to share because I think this particular meditation of affirmations is so beautiful because it incorporates connection with the self across not only, across all realms and across all dimensions in such a way that calls in healing and mm-hmm. I, I did it this morning and my day just was beautiful. So I want to share this 
I think that these words, if, you know, if they ripple out through your audience can be very powerful. And, and so like, as I said, this is by uh, Envita, Envita Rose Hassler. I want to give her credit for this. Once it's on the field, uh, it's for the collective as well. This poem uh, and affirmations are called I Am, speaking of intimacy with ourselves and expanding that um, in a universal sense. I will start. And if you would like to repeat in your mind what I am saying, or if you feel like you want to share out loud, you're, you're welcome to words. Uh, your, your audience is welcome to say it out loud because words have, you know, with the vibration creates an even more powerful manifestation. So keeping that in mind, I will make some pauses in between. I am the essence of light. I surrender to my purpose. I connect to all vibrations of healing led by the violet flame surrounded by the golden flame, embodied in white light, guarded by all flaming swords of truth. I ask my expanded self, the divine female energy and the strong male energy all angels and beings of light, please help aid me in transforming and transmitting the energies within me. I now place the sword in my navel, allowing the flame to enter and correspond with every cell Extending to the essence of my being on all levels, known and unknown, seen and unseen, across all planes in which my consciousness exists. I ask all chords of consciousness. that do not belong to me, integrated within, so I may transform to my capability. And with my breath, I extend the transformed energy to return to where it chooses. Connecting and opening my heart, shining as a guiding light, should it be needed on the journey of returning. Once complete, I reclaim all my energy around me to be within me. With every breath, I feel myself expanding, feeling the energy shifting inside me. A sense of awakening comes. I had to share it. 
I had to share it. There's something magical with that. And we can always, when we feel the pulse between our own two fingers, that's the energy that we create. And so sometimes using that as a point to meditate and affirm can be really, really powerful and energetic. I really enjoyed us talking. I'm so grateful that you came. I'm so happy that we met. Beautiful soul seekers, thank you so much for listening. I wish you all the best. I'm keeping my heart space open. I'm sending you good vibration as you start connecting and creating intimacy within within you. For you to know how much you need this and how much it's so, so, so going to brighten your life for the better. With that being said, we'll connect again. And one love, always. One love. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I would be honored if you could share this episode with a friend, subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us every second and fourth Fridays for another exciting episode of Her Sacred Soul Space podcast. I'd love to hear your comments. You can always find me on Facebook or YouTube as Her Sacred Soul Space. Until then, one love and don't forget, see your light, be your light. Magan. <laughs>